Welcome to Season 2, Episode 17 of Four Seasons in a Funeral, the show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons and a U.S. 2020 election of a fifth season. Today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 17 of Fringe, Olivia in the Lab with the Revolver. My name is Charlie, and joining me today are David and Nick. Hi, I'm David. And hi, I'm Nick. I'm pretty sure we've used that before, Charlie. Yeah. Have we? That one, that, yeah. one feels, that one feels recycled. 100%, because I remember asking, like, why? How does that make sense? And yep. you went, because it's lasting a real long time, and I want it to be over or something. <laughs> that might have been lockdown? Trump presidency? I don't know. It's Listen, still so so Charlie, what what I'm hearing is is you gotta you gotta take a break from politics for the next little while with your intros. <laughs> hey, it still works because it's still going on. Hey, that um fucking idiot uh barbecue shop owner got arrested today. Hey so if we're talking about politics. Wait, what happened? Oh, uh, you don't know about this, Charlie? I probably do and have forgotten about it. So there's this um, anti-masker in Canada who runs a barbecue shop. And on Tuesday or on Monday, he announced that he'd be opening up his uh, restaurant for uh, dine-in. Oh, uh, yeah. For dine-in against regulations. And then uh, a whole like anti-mask rally sort of formed. Yeah. And the the provincial government was like, no. Well, no, the police showed up, didn't shut them down immediately, came back three hours later and then shut them down. And then they were like, (laughs) yeah, we we should have probably shut them down earlier than that. And then the fucker went and reopened the restaurant again on Wednesday. (laughs) Like yesterday. And so the police again shut him down later. And then he reopened today. So they arrested him. How is he not arrested after the second time? Eh. Uh, I think, well, it's a fine, I think, right? I think it's the repeated is what warrants the arrest. The first couple, the first well, no, the, time, the is, first time is reopening against public health order. That's a fine. The second mm-hmm. time is going against a, like, a judicial order and a public health order and a warning. That should be an arrest. Well, it's because he's white. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot <laughs> about that part. It's because he's white, so they're only arresting him now that they have to. Oh, oh, oh no. Nick, you're suspiciously quiet on this topic. <laughs> oh, there's some great, <sighs> I say great footage. There's some footage that makes my soul hurt um, of them arresting him. And there's just a whole bunch of people not wearing masks, like chanting at the police arresting him. And one of them just shouts like this, shouts, this isn't North Korea. And I'm just like, wait, what? incredible you're right it's not because we have restaurants <laughs> you're right because he isn't being executed where he stands yeah he still exists <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be released soon like yeah you're right uh fucking idiots uh, speaking of idiots there's something i probably am not going to talk about on this podcast <laughs> but oh boy am i mad about it uh we will summarize it up with i think we can summarize it up very succinctly kids if you're going to cheat on an assignment do not, I repeat in as strongly as possible, do not just copy and paste what you're going off of. This applies <laughs> to code. This applies to essays. Put it in your own words. Put your at own the, flair on it. Make it least, yours. At the very least, change the comments in the variable names. Like, just at the very least. And hey, also understand that if you put a <laughs> header saying you made the code, I'm going to be even more upset. <laughs> uh, well they have to put the header that's no <laughs> they didn't there's only two or three no. groups that did that oh, did oh no i swear when we took the course we had to include that header <laughs> no throughout my undergrad i had to have a header saying this is my code yeah yeah 
but guess what? They 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 didn't hear because this course is taught for biomeds and mechs who don't understand what coding is. Ooh, that's oh. reference only engineers are gonna get. <laughs> Listen, as a biomed, I can I can go, like completely get behind that statement. Oh man, there was hey, nothing. Better. Hey, if you're if you're a mech engineer, don't bother the CS students with your fucking stupid questions. <laughs> there was nothing better than hanging out with the mech engineers and coding classes and oh just seeing God. the complete like look of just not understanding of anything that was happening i've never <laughs> held more fear for the future of like engineering as a whole than being called over to help a mech engineer in a lab being like hey i can't get the terminal commands to work and looking over and they were typing it in fucking notepad incredible uh... i i've never had like a bigger are you are you messing with me moment i think in my life i just like i really thought our generation was gonna be like at least like the bare minimum tech savvy and it's moments like that where i'm like oh no we're, we're just nerds <laughs> like when i think about what's easy for me on a computer i'm like oh no i'm just a nerd that's why i like i just I thought think... everyone in my generation had like a bare minimum tech savviness of computers and it's like I th- no just my friends and i are nerds i guess i think it's like I want to say we're like five to eight years late on that. I feel like it's the the kids born in like 85 and 90 that grew up with like live journal and stuff where it's like, oh, if you want to make it your own, you have to go out and learn HTML. And then you're exposed to that. Well, that's the thing. My sister, who's 10 years older than us, isn't very tech savvy when it comes to like that, like when it comes to uh, coding and stuff. But then like, I feel like the generation after us also won't be because they have it like no gen gen z in the very middle of i think when computers were very accessible but not so accessible that you could get by without having to learn like technical skills yeah we we are still there's still back-end knowledge that is useful yeah we're that that golden spot that we had to learn at the time in order to actually get what like to play games or to like create blogs like nowadays i think everything's so much more accessible that you don't need to learn the back-end knowledge to get like a podcast running no i i agree with that we're that we're that golden age where it's like you still have to know where a file is downloaded and how to open a pdf and it's not just button to app which i I think is like the mobile os this is becoming a, a hugely different podcast right now but the the mobile <laughs> oh my the God. mobile OS to desktop o, desktop Apple's, OS Apple is mad like uh, pilgrimage towards the mobile OS on desktop it just infuriates me. Hey, it's almost like it's, their processors are terrible. Uh, it's it's just, almost like it's, they made ARM processors so that they can't actually support like full desktop OSs. Really. <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> ultimate nerd chat. By the way, hey, let's. <laughs> Let's hey, to get completely off of this, I have a new apartment. Hey! <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend and I found a nice place. Yay, I'm proud of you guys. Yay. We're only it's moving like a half hour away and my commute doesn't change. <laughs> I, will be, I will be sad that you're not like within technically walking distance of me. Uh, I did walk to your yeah. house that one day. It was great. <laughs> I just gave you the finger as I walked past. I just gave the finger to the office because I was pretty sure you were still working, but... Uh, it was a good <laughs> could have knocked on the door nah it was funnier that way charlie you so, say this every time you drive past where nick lives you point and say huh that's where the losers live <laughs> no 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 because because I, I like nick's girlfriend 
So I, I go, I go, look, a nerd lives there. <laughs> and everyone in the car knows exactly who I'm talking about. Yay. And then sometimes I take a Snapchat and go, a nerd lives there and send it to Nick. And sometimes you take that Snapchat while I'm outside at my driveway and it's real fucking creepy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sometimes we honk at you if we see you outside. <laughs> That one's okay. The the Snapchat of just like me out in my driveway is like kinda 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 on a level it wasn't okay. <laughs> Don't be out on your driveway for no reason. You fucking nerd. That's what I'm gonna miss about us all moving away from the same town is these kinds of interactions. Yeah. Alright. Cause, Cause it's gonna be even creepier now <laughs> if Charlie says you Would I send a Snapchat of David's front door to him? <laughs> Yeah, see, that'd be even creepier because now we live like an hour away from each other. Hey, I mean, um, if once like lockdown ends, I could go out of my way to do that and it wouldn't be super far out of my way. Because my office is in the same city in which you live. Yes. Six largest city. That name of that city is (gasps) Nick's turn. Yay. (laughs) All right. Wait. What? What do you mean? My turn. What have you been up to? Oh, I just other than yelling we, at. We students. haven't done that. We haven't even done that yet, Nick. <laughs> um. Honestly, honestly, not very much. Um. My anger has mostly just clouded everything. This week was like pretty great <laughs> up until like last night. Uh. <laughs> this week got so much worse. We had D and D. We did our Secret Santa draw. Yeah, it's been it, was, fun. it was great. And then last night just clouded everything. Um. And I'm oh, just. Geez. I'm I'm waiting for the time where th- there's going to be absolutely no repercussions, and it's going to piss me off so much. Uh, not to put a damper on it, but I know kids who got dragged in front of the academic integrity officer and had to explain that no, they didn't invent Facebook Messenger to cheat. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so, don't don't hold your breath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't think it can be done for literally a hundred students. Yeah. <laughs> it should though. It should. There's some profs who will do it. It's not mine. <laughs> yeah, no. My prof's too nice. The, uh, the prof for that class is a uh, laissez faire. No, it's some it's of... a different prof now, David. Oh, is it? It's not him? Yeah, it's a different prof now. Oh shit. Do I know them? Um well I hope so. Yeah, I've, I've talked well, about mess- them. throw it in chat and then David can respond to it properly. Yeah, throw it in chat. Uh what have I been up to while well, Nick does that? Um I started playing Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, seriously. I uh, dropped oh, the money, no. I bought the game. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how even then you don't name them. Yeah, that's still well, vague. You well, could have just said that out loud. <laughs> God damn it, Nick. <laughs> We, I never realized this was a problem with Nick. <laughs> like, then you started recording until, a podcast with me. Until we started recording our conversations and having to be careful around saying things. And Nick's apparently the most vague motherfucker in the world. Yep, and now you started <laughs> to realize it. Oh, God, we're like 20 minutes in and we haven't even started the episode. So, so let's do that thing, even. David doesn't get a life update. He's been FF14, working. fourteen, very good, very fun, <laughs> highly recommended. Work very boring, very bad. Don't recommend unless you use money to pay for Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> uh, okay, TV guide. Uh, TV guide. The division is baffled by the death of a woman from a disease she apparently never had. Meanwhile, Olivia does her best to keep the secret about Peter to herself. Seven thirty. 
7.30. That was a different message. 7.30. Well, I mean, it's it's right below it. You really should space those things out more. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure this entire episode happens at 7.30. Um, like, every so, scene. Um, I have a, a quick statement to uh, the producers of Fringe about this episode. What the fuck? Why? <laughs> Why two episodes in a row body horror? Why? Last Why episode wasn't body horror, this David. Last episode was, was just lore. Episode? Oh, sorry. But the episode before that was body horror. It's still too much body horror. This is rough. I hate this episode because I have a thing about like boils and pustules. Yeah, I think that thing's called being human. I don't think anyone likes those things. Uh, no, no. I, I counterpoint uh, Dr. Pimple Popper on Facebook has far too many followers. Yep. Yeah, and they aren't human. <laughs> <laughs> I don't count those people as human. Ooh. Well, yeah, you heard me. I have something to <laughs> tell my my partner when she gets home. <laughs> Come fight me at me. Uh, I mean, tweet at me at Forsaf. <laughs> she's already on your kill list, apparently. God. She is because <laughs> she she asked for cookies. I hate you guys. <laughs> she was like, she was like, why why am I doing this? I'm like, oh, he'll know. It'll make him upset. <laughs> All right, so we we open up in this nice little cafe. Um, oh, it's so gross! No, the start of this episode's great. You've just got this kind of kind of like not looking super great guy um, talking with who we assume is like a lawyer who's there to like help um, like solve like or like help like with like prosecution. Uh, because yeah, first, she- I don't think like I don't think they even like co- like hint that she's a lawyer because at first she's just like, yeah, sorry, I don't remember you. It seems like. It honestly seems like a misconnection to me. Yeah. 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 And he's then, like, he's like, yeah. yeah, we went to school. And she's like, honestly, I don't know who the fuck you are. That school was a long time ago. And he's yeah. like, it's cool. And she's like, do you want like help with litigation? Like, so you're that's obviously very sick. Listen, looking. I'm pretty sure I yeah. can make money off of you. I'm glad that we've, I'm glad that we've met. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but it, it, it's like he was exposed to something, and he's like, "Oh no, well, I'm looking for, I'm looking for people like just to see if anyone else has like the health issue." That's what my original lawyer told me, or something like that. That's what, mm-hmm. yeah, either original lawyer or doctor, one of the two. And I think it was yeah. doctor because yeah. if you could find if you could find someone else that was uh, like Sick. with the same symptoms, they could narrow down what's wrong with him. Yeah, and so the woman Miranda's like, "Oh yeah, there was one kid I remember because." It is heavily shown that she is bad with names. For a character who's on screen for like maybe two minutes, they really hammer home this character point. Is she's bad with names. <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, Lloyd Becker, he went to school with us. It's also like, she's like what's your name? Yeah, yep. sorry. And then she writes it down. Yeah. Like very and there's a nice there's a nice camera punch in to show you that she wrote the name down. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and the guy's like, "Oh, thank you. Let me shake your hand and grab your forearm." Yeah. <laughs> what did it was shake? It wasn't even that. She was just she was looking down writing, and he just leans over and gr- like places his like entire arm on her. It's like just like well, whoa. So, like, the, the important thing to recognize is that is he's going for the it's like, like friend touch, which oh, that's not a statement I like to say, but that, <laughs> that's the friend touch. touch right there, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like the it's like the friendly like uh, friendly barbarian hello. 
Yeah, yeah, but it, because he's so sick looking, and he does it like <laughs> yeah. with such like he does it. He, like, the way you're supposed to do that is like you gently place your hand. He like he like plops his arm like on hers, and it and, just like it looks and I'm surprised she doesn't creepy. look like I was yeah. expecting like as with most people when like a near stranger who like maybe you like knew from a long time ago tries to do this <laughs> to you, you kind of go like, hey, what the fuck? But like she's like, all right, cool, I can see you're sick. She's probably dealt oh, with people like oh, like she probably dealt with a lot of people and is like yes this is you know i'm connecting with a client yeah i want to i want to say if you were david touched me like that Uh, i would kick you out of my house (laughs) 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 it's just it's too much like anyhow she like she gets in her car and is like oh hey gotta set me up an appointment mrs assistant with that doctor dr gagorgagon and she's like the, doctor- the oncologist because she's like, man, if he had cancer and he thinks it might have been from this. And she's like, you mean Dr. Gary? And she's like, yeah, Dr. Gagorgagon. Because she's, she's bad with names. She's bad with names. And then the worst thing in the world starts to happen. <laughs> oh, it's horrifying. And she looks, she looks at her forearm and there's just huge like lumps and boils. And I guess they're basic. They're just tumors, I guess. As we learn later. Yeah. It looks yes. like smallpox, is what it looks like. It looks like the worst thing in the world. And then she's yeah. like, she's like, what the fuck's going on? And she doubles over in pain. She looks at her neck in the mirror, and it's starting to be covered, too. And the light's green, and people are honking. And then a guy gets over out of his car because he's like, what's the holdup? This is New York City or Boston. It's, it's Rhode Island, I guess. They're all angry. It doesn't matter. <laughs> The guy gets a sight that will put him in therapy yeah. for the rest of his life. And he, he goes up and she's like, oh, help me. And she's just covered in tumors. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I had to look away during a lot of this sequence. And, it was and hey, good. you guys didn't just go, oh, sweet. It's another pandemic episode. I, <laughs> well, this one's clearly not a pandemic episode. Hey, yeah. The camera zoom in on him touching her made it pretty clear what was going on. Hey, fringe makeup team, it would have saved you money to not do this shit. (laughs) (laughs) And it would have made me happier. Listen, they're well done. Why couldn't she have just exploded or something? Uh. We We cut to the fringe opening and hey, we're back to normal fringe opening, by the way. Uh, yeah, because yes. it's not going back into 1985. Yeah. Ugh. Rest in peace, that amazing intro. <laughs> maybe you'll come back, maybe. Yeah, um, it's not great. But hey, our friend Sam Weiss is back. Yeah. Yeah, Professor Professorson. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Professor Professorson. We've, we've had this conversation. There's, there's lots of community members that made their way into Fringe. Oh, right. Professor Professorson. Okay. Yeah, I'm back on board. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Olivia, Olivia makes, makes her way to the bowling alley cause it's 5am and that's what you, that's when you go bowling, right? Uh, five in the morning. <laughs> uh, but fortunately, um, Sam Weiss is up and fixing one of his bowling lanes. And this is when mm-hmm. I learned that Sam Weiss and I are different because he, he asks for Olivia's help. Um, and it's like, Hey, get a nut. And like, Olivia just is like, which one? And he's like, ah, any of them. Um, and he like, then gets one, like screws it in. He's like, perfect. Which is where I would have instead went, Oh, literally anyone with this nut. Like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was like. Oh, I'm, I'm a worse person. Like he's, he's being supportive. Yeah. I mean, you are a worse person. Yeah. (laughs) You're not professor professorson. Also known as. You aren't professor professorson. This is, I'm going to spoil something for David. This is the supernatural freakout with their fourth wall breaking off. Oh. 
now I'm upset. <laughs> hey, I also spoiled Supernatural for a lot of people. Oh, no, I man. might have to. I might have to censor that. Then, actually, <laughs> no. It's it's like a season five reveal. And season five, which is actually one of the best seasons of Supernatural. Fight me on this. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll censor that. I guess, <laughs> dude. There's like thirteen seasons. Yeah, hey, whatever. It's it. Uh... All right, censor it if you um, want. But yeah, Olivia gets her uh, psych advice from Sam Weiss, um, and we learn that um, she's she's made a decision that she's unhappy with. Hmm, I wonder what that decision could be. No idea. Literally none. Yeah. Um, let's let's move on to let's move on to the ME department here. Oh no, uh, you're also skipping the best uh, subplot of this episode of Olivia doesn't get to drink alcohol because oh, is that a sub- okay, yeah, I guess that is a subplot. Because <laughs> Sam's like, "Hey, do you want a beer?" and she's like, "It is six a.m. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you?" Well, Listen. Sam basically goes like, hey, it's all a matter of perspective. I've been up all night, so. <laughs> Therefore, it's like the end of the night for me. That's perfect alcohol time. Yeah. And then uh, she gets a call and it's like, hey, got to go to work. And Sam's like, good thing you didn't have that beer. Ha ha ha. Unlike I knew this all along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And. And yeah, we. Uh... Sam's even like, hey, I can't help you. You're outside my realm of help. Good luck. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> And she's like, is it because I went to a parallel universe? And he's like, you did what? <laughs> so, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> sorry, that's that's not allowed. You're not allowed to do that one. <laughs> I was I was referred to for help with a head trauma, not for universe jumping, you fucking <laughs> psycho. <laughs> Here's a nice psychologist you should talk to. <laughs> <laughs> he helps with universe jumping. Oh, God. Uh, but hey, let's move over to the medical, like, the, his the, name, the medical examiner. His name to? is Wham Sice. Do we have to? I don't want to go. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, Listen, you guys could spend as long as you'd like trying to stall from talking about our super awesome body, body but I'm going to make us talk oh, about it now. Uh, it's like pepperoni skin. Disgusting. Yep. No, pepperoni skin would have been fine. This is like garlic knot skin. But but yeah, so we'll, for, for the sake of David and Charlie here, we'll skip over most of what's going on here. Um, but hey, the important things to note here, uh, they're pretty pretty sure that this was cancer which doesn't make a lot of sense because all the tumors on, are on the outside of the body and the kind of sarcoma that they're that they're uh the patient's presenting by patient i mean i guess body um <laughs> is the, those those tumors are supposed to be on the inside not the outside and walter's like hmm this seems really aggressive i wonder if we can see where it started and pulls out a black light and hey there's a handprint <laughs> yeah, yeah hey i don't want to why did this they just have a black light in here by the way well, no, is that it's, standard medical equipment well i think it's standard like csi kit like i'm sure olivia's car has a whole bunch of investigative stuff so she might just well, have a black light or it's walter yeah, but she, it, she wasn't known to the black light like, well no he, so the, the walter important asks the me hey do you have a black light and he's like yeah i do well yeah i'm pretty sure oh <laughs> He was saying, he was saying Discord's going to be real fucking weird. So we just lost Nick. Oh, no, he's back. Oh, no. Okay, I'm fine. Uh, what were the you saying? The new still going. Um, no, I was just saying, they, they, they probably want to be cleaning up blood at the end of their day, you know, because they're doing oh, autopsies. Oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's an appropriate use of a back black light then. That's fair. It's, okay, it's I probably also... not because he's jerking off on the bodies. Okay. <laughs> probably not, though. Really? You never know. Didn't even have to say that. <laughs> Um, so, but with the, the reason they use the blacklight is Walter says that, um, sarcomas, if they spread from a specific point of origin, 
the cells show a different reflect a different color based off of how progressed they are is that real probably not um so it's important Um, to note so this this felt like what it was going off of was how um you can you'll obviously see like faster metabolism in cancer causing areas um and i was assuming that that's where they were going with this but i don't think it should present with uv light i assume it is vaguely true but that the color is like off by a shade in real life and that they made it very obvious like if you look at like pet images for example like pet scans like look off of metabolism he he means pet scans not cats pet pet yeah i'm I'm clarifying for those who went why is my dog doing a scan (laughs) <laughs> anyways Fine. what else positive is happening emissi- emissive tomography better anyways, charlie <laughs> well that's why i said p-e-t okay guys all right uh but yeah the walter's pretty sure you can get a um handprint and a fingerprint off of the dead person's skin which is also not okay <laughs> yeah and they keep showing the body and i just don't like they it they really shouldn't <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, but we also get the the fucking coroner is like, oh, Walter Bishop, you taught my, like, intro to Biomed course. And Walter's like, oh, I'm very sorry. I was a bad teacher. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you're a real slave driver, but also you made me want to become a doctor. I was about to change my major. So, hey, we, we see Walter. Once again, they're trying to build Walter up before they tear him down here. Yeah. Again, just like last season. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hasn't Walter suffered enough? (laughs) Can't we just be nice to Walter for a bit? (laughs) And the show says no, repeatedly. (laughs) Uh, But but hey, let's take the body lap back to the lab so we can get that fingerprint. Um... Yeah, and they do like a fucking arm cut fake out three times. Yeah, and they keep showing the arm. Stop, (laughs) please. Because Astrid's like holding the arm and Walter's like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, um, we're going to need this, this, and this. And he's about to cut and he turns the saw and he stops and goes, also we need two big vats and this and food coloring. And Astrid's like, what do we need food coloring for? And he's like, well, as long as we're baking, because they're going to bake the skin to help raise the fingerprints. Which like oh, oh. not not okay, not okay with at all. Oh, I'm sure it's great. And, and then the, he pauses again. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna take Peter to Atlantic City because he loves saltwater taffy as a kid, and that's why we're making saltwater taffy." And then they finally cut into the arm. Do you think the like last episode there was nothing gross, so they're punishing us now? <laughs> like, yep. And we get the whole idea that maybe um this is like hey someone can like this someone touched this person and gave them this cancer um so cool we've got some contagious cancer on our hands but probably not fully contagious just weirdly contagious also known as not okay yep (laughs) um but hey let's go investigate and figure out why this person might have died that's what uh olivia (laughs) yeah let's go uh, do some actual police work yeah (laughs) Uh, look at olivia being good at her job (laughs) uh olivia and peter go to uh, Miranda's law firm where she worked and of course because she died she was a herald for the little guy she was a very nice person only defended nice people uh, she did I a mean, lot of she ca- was like doing a case that was going to be like what eight figures or something but it was so, like, it sounded like it was a class action right yeah yeah it was a class action so it was like a class action for like asbestos and lead poisonings and stuff like that and it, the line is Miranda was passionate about protecting those who couldn't protect themselves, and like, or she just liked making money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Oh God, where are we? Uh, Peter's like, well, oh, we... ten million dollar lawsuit. Maybe she was targeted by somebody in the suit. And so they flip through her notes, and the guy's like, deposition, deposition. I don't know who the fuck Neil Wilson is. Ooh. That makes no sense. Who could this have been? Yeah. Oh. And they're like, so, hey, was the drug company she was suing behind the thing? And Peter's like, nah, that seems weird. Why? I don't know of any drug that can give you aggressive cancer in an hour. <laughs> and why would you use it on this? Yeah, why would you do it like this? Again, Peter brings up a good point. I was like, also, why wouldn't you just hire a hitman? Like, <laughs> yeah. you're going to kill them. There are less obvious ways to do this. But Peter and Olivia, like, Peter's, like, super happy this episode because he has to be because they, well, need, also, they need to make it seem off where he's like, hey, Olivia, come inside for dinner. And she's like, no, I didn't sleep that well. Bye. Well, Peter's probably well, like, I always had a good thing going on. We almost kissed last time. And now she's acting real <laughs> cold. And now she's pulling the whole thing of, oh, God, maybe that was all a mistake. And I, <laughs> yeah, <sighs> it's great. Um. <laughs> yeah, great. That's that's the word I would super, use. Super My cool. Nightmare. Just like this entire episode. Uh. Uh, Olivia can't sleep again. Um. So she heads to the lab early to go talk to Walter and Astrid, who are making taffy. Yeah. Yep. And and other things. They and just I, only show the taffy. And I I really want some saltwater taffy now. <laughs> I really want saltwater ice cream. You want no? You want sea salt ice cream? Yes, yes. sea salt ice cream. Saltwater ice cream would be a trip. <laughs> uh, I just, I'm excited for Kingdom Hearts 4 when it never comes out. Dude, you have new The World Ends With You game to tide yourself over. I know, and I'm Which waiting for the crossover in that. <laughs> okay, right, not the I'm, time I'm or the place. Out, I'm going to pull us out from this because this, <laughs> no, this is Kingdom this is Hearts terrible. Chat. No, Kingdom Hearts no, chat. no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> also, uh, Astrid's like stirring taffy and she's like, oh, hey, um... There's like 50 Neil Wilsons in New England alone. Do you want me to start tracking them down? And Olivia, instead of being like, yeah, pursue this lead, regardless of if it's good or not, she's like, eh, it's probably a fake name. You can forget about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We'll find him another way. This isn't the way. <laughs> yeah. And then is like, hey, Astrid, get the fuck out of here. I have to go talk to Walter about something. Yo. Also, I'm sure they have some interns they could make. <laughs> oh, search. yeah. There's like Charlie's replacement who could be doing this. Yeah, Astrid doesn't have to do this. Unless Astrid is Charlie's replacement. Who knows? Who is the number two time. on Fringe Team now? Who is the number? Well, the number, the, the number like one and a half is Broyles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think probably, probably Broyles just took over Charlie's <laughs> extra duty. I'd also like to point out, where the fuck is Broyles this episode? <laughs> hey, Lance Riddick sometimes got places to be. <laughs> uh, he, had, he had Destiny lines to record this day. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> He had like Destiny 1 dialogue he had to burn through and was like, I'm just staying <laughs> home now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Olivia makes it very clear to Walter after telling Astrid, hey, can you give us a minute um, that uh, she doesn't, she's going to tell Peter. Uh, she doesn't feel okay about like not telling Peter that, you know, he's from a different universe and was hey, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell Peter you kidnapped him. <laughs> you kidnapped him from a different universe, but also don't worry, you saved child. him. <laughs> Olivia's basically like, hey, I almost kissed your son and now I really want to bang him. So I have to tell him. He's a Otherwise, I can't bang him. <laughs> Otherwise, it's clear like, conscience. Kind of not okay. <laughs> uh, but hey, Peter comes in, so they don't get to talk about that anymore. Yeah, and uh, Olivia's like gives Walter a little side glance, is like, okay, I won't tell him because Walter is like, no, 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 give me a little bit longer. 
I gotta, I, I, yeah. I just need more time. Which I and think yeah. is a fair request. Oh, yeah. And yeah, because because Peter looks so happy and is like, you know, handing off coffees to um, like Walter and Astrid. And he's just, you know, got look, looking great. Yeah. Um, but and don't worry, Olivia gets and a I call. Think, think being told that you were kidnapped from an ultra dimension would spoil your mood. Yeah. Definitely would not make me feel great. Yeah. Especially when you have like proof that that alternate universe exists. Like if someone came up, like if your parents said, you know, I was like, hey. We kidnapped you from a parallel universe. You're like, cool. What drugs are you on? <laughs> but the, with Peter, it's what drugs are you on, and why didn't you tell me sooner? Yes. Also, why did you kidnap me? <laughs> what happened to other me? <laughs> what happened? Yeah, what happened to the Ooh. other Peter? Other oh. me dead? Where? Where other me? Did we swap? Uh, it would have been such a good twist if, like, other Peter was still in this universe. And just like oh. comes back, he's like, Walter, I'm back from Iraq. And Walter's like, shit. <laughs> oh, just Walter had two of them. <laughs> <laughs> and he sent one away to boarding school, and it's just a bigger experiment of oh. nature versus nurture. Oh, man. You mean like those terrible twin studies they did? Yes, oh. those horrible twin studies. God, fuck that. Did you know about those, Nick? No. So they, uh, there was oh, a... Uh, actually, yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, there was this case where this man like uh, saw, or his friend was like, hey, man, I didn't realize you're in the newspaper. And he's like, wait, what do you mean? And he saw a picture of someone who looked identical to him. And he went, oh, shit, I, that's weird. And they met and they found out they were twins. And then they had a new story about it. And then there was a third guy who, found, who saw it and went, holy shit, they look just like me. And they <laughs> found out they were triplets. <laughs> and then they went man that's a really weird coincidence they were all like they realized that they had all been adopted and then they were like they were all adopted from the same location and then it came out that yeah they were part of a weird science experiment that was not ethically sound and was being kept a secret where some scientists partnered with the orphanage and split up a bunch of twins and triplets specifically to different parents and then kept like information on them Ooh. and it was not okay super unethical but also like that's kind of cool. <laughs> you would fit right in with ZFT. <laughs> oh. Like right, I, I understand. The... I understand it's bad. That's a no-no. But like, I kind of wanted. Like, I would want to know what the results of that were. <laughs> the worst thing is, I think the triplets specifically were sent to three different families of different economic standing. Is what their test was. So Oof. one of like low class, middle class, high class. See, I. I feel like you could step it up a notch and then put in safeguards to prevent those families from moving up economic oh, class. Oh. <laughs> so as full dystopia that point. <laughs> so as so, to not taint the results of the experiment. So, so Charlie, what you're getting into there is you, you know, like how during like wartime, like everyone starts doing some terrible, terrible experiments, and we're like, oh my god, those were atrocities, but also we're going to use all the data from them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, we should totally be using the data from that experiment still. It was already done. Uh, There's no point in not using the data. <laughs> now what? who's the unethical one? I would say it was a terrible experiment, but if we have the data already... Okay. Just remember, there, just remember there's a reason why we know that humans have a, a certain tolerance to cold. <laughs> Any, oh. Anyways, uh, one of the waitresses at the cafe that uh, not Neil and uh, Miranda were at uh, remembers seeing them talk at the cafe and she um, the or sorry waiter not waitress um, was like oh yeah that dude didn't look good he reminded me of my uncle when he was battling cancer 
was writing me this very specific feature. Just just in case you didn't get it yet that this dude is giving cancer. (laughs) So on the nose, it's ridiculous. And yeah, we then cut away to our 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 our, our dude. Um, oh, not... can I just read the the Wikipedia yeah, sure. entry you, for this one? Because sure. it's it's quite trash. <laughs> James Heath finds what he needs at the neighborhood grocery store, loading his basket with fruits, vegetables, supplements, etc. Dot 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 dot. <laughs> Looking at his healthy choices, the cashier quips that he must be preparing for a triathlon. Dot dot dot. He is not. He's just trying to stay healthy. Why'd you use a contraction at one spot and then not at the other? You're a bad writer. Suddenly, <laughs> Charlie, I'm so con- Charlie, I'm so confused. That's entirely different than mine. <laughs> Suddenly queasy and nauseous, Heath dashes outside to vomit. His condition is returning. Charlie, Why I think you you're think- lying to me. I legitimately think you're lying to me. Why do you want to <laughs> roast this writer so often? <laughs> Dude, it's the fucking last paragraph right above Act 3. Yeah, mine's completely different. <laughs> Wait, which what websites are you guys using? I sent using him this? the website. You sent me the exact same link. I, I think. Oh, it got changed. You're looking at one of the earlier or later entries. Oh, what? I'm on June third, twenty thirteen. Oh no, I'm July fifteenth, twenty ten. Oh my god, I'm so happy they changed it. <laughs> Someone saw that and went, "This is shit," and changed it. No, That's no, David, no. it's the opposite way. So, no, someone opposite? went, "This isn't no. shit enough." Why, Fringe? Why? Yep, what yep, what is right. your say? Oh, why, Fringepedia? So mine says, Meanwhile, in a grocery store, James Heath told the cashier that he was trying to stay healthy after the cashier noticed the healthy food choices. James Heath suddenly felt pain and ran out, ran out the store. While on the stairs, James stopped and vomited. End of sentence. <laughs> They're both bad, but in different They're ways. both bad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to reference your subject by their proper name. If you don't change subjects in the, the second one's in the paragraph, just bad, uh, like a s- bad, like technically, the first one's bad styli- stylistically. <laughs> like, oh. oh, I'm so glad that we're on. The- oh, that's really good. Charlie and I have different summaries. That's amazing. <laughs> um, I never realized I could get so angry at a Wikipedia. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm not gonna lie, Charlie. I was fairly certain you were making that up on the fly. I was gonna applaud you for it. <laughs> No, no. Play another game of is this Charlie or Fringepedia? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh man. Uh, anyway, right. back. Uh, he's at, once he's done with his uh, Whole Foods shopping trip, um, which also makes me want to throw up when looking at the prices. Um, <laughs> James James calls up um, his old friend Lloyd Becker. Yeah, he's trying to call Lloyd Becker, um, and he's like running through a phone book of Lloyd Becker's. Doesn't fucking use Facebook like a nerd. (laughs) Is it Facebook right now or is it MySpace? It'd be MySpace at this time, probably. But like, it's uh, it's twenty ten. That's Facebook. That's Facebook era. He's like Tom. Hit me up with Lloyd Becker. Tom, you're my best friend. I need you to send me Lloyd (laughs) Becker. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. How many people don't get that reference? That would listen to this. I was uh, so to talk about um to to make me feel sad um you know one of the uh new I say new they've been there for a while but one of the new achievement hunters uh is our age right oh yeah yeah Fiona like literally same same year as us oh god and she makes me feel they old. made one of them made a MySpace reference like I think Jack made a MySpace reference and she just went yeah I don't understand and I went wait what 
<laughs> what do you mean? Ah, oh, fuck you! You went outside as a kid, didn't you? <laughs> there's there's so many times where they make like a late '90s, early 2000s reference that she just doesn't get. And I'm like, how? You can't use so youth many... as an excuse because we're the same age, and I get that reference. <laughs> it's because she wasn't a nerd as a kid. Is what it is. <laughs> she grew yeah. up in Europe. She grew up in Europe and also was like went outside and had friends. <laughs> I mean, I I played baseball and hockey when I was a kid. I get these references. It's because you were still too much of a nerd. You didn't actually have friends. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to find out this way. Don't worry, Charlie. The good news about that is none of them are going to have super cancer and come and touch, touch you and give you. Yeah. It's which, true. Which Walter, which Walter is like, oh, it could be Chi because... Um, Weird like, Asian mysticism. Yeah, the <laughs> the touch of the tantric sex. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, this is more like tantric sex, where you don't care about sex, you just care about interchanging energies. <laughs> and you're like, Walter's done this the- before. Oh, Walter's done that a lot of times. <laughs> no, oh my god, it gets worse. Um, much like the exchange of energy that takes place in tantric tantric relationships, the man that Green met exchanged energy with her, but in this instance, not the fun kind of energy. He exchanged oh. the damaging energy associated with cancer for her positive, healthy energy, killing her in the process while delaying the progression of his disease. It so, gets so worse. Charlie, did someone just completely rewrote this entry? Because I'm reading something entirely different. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, the someone that we hate. 20, you got you to gotta jump up to the 2013 archive. It's where it's at. <laughs> no, no, no! I like, I like, I like having two different it's like, ones. You it's guys really are good. Comparing different brands of wine. <laughs> mm, this twenty, this twenty ten vintage, this twenty ten vintage is quite good. It repeats itself a little bit, but it's still fine. All this twenty thirteen vintage is absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> well, David, you glad that you have the you glad that you have the tagline for the episode now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this episode was going to be a struggle to a name. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyway. Oh, my gosh. I'm um, dying. <laughs> the, the not Neil is now not Alex, and he has found Lloyd Becker, and he is going to touch Lloyd Becker. Oh. Touch. Friend touch, though. It's fine. It's just, it's just the friend touch. No, so he friend sh- touch that like, gives cancer? He, he, <laughs> shakes him, he shakes him with a glove, and that's not enough to stop it. Yeah, um, which is terrifying. Yeah, Lloyd, because Lloyd's like, "Oh, hey, how you doing? Come on in." And then, um, not Alex now, or I guess James not Neil. Heath. I, we'll just call him James. I think that's his real yep. name. Um, Thomas. like looks, he like pulls his glove slowly out of his hand, slowly out of his pocket, looks at it for like two seconds, and then decides to shake. And I'm like, "Someone does that to me. I'm not touching them." <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so hesitant to shake my hand? What do you have? Yep. And then, and then we just cut straight to the Fringe team finding this dude's cancer-ridden body. And once oh. again, Fringe, what the fuck? Why? Why do you gotta show us these things? Yeah. This isn't as bad, is what I'll say. Well, even then, Walter's like, oh, look at these big pustules. They seem more developed. It looks like the cancer spread from his hand and up his body. Gotta stop watching these episodes right after lunch. <laughs> yeah. Um... Olivia's like, there's got to be a connection between victims, but until they figure that out, time to go back to the lab. Um, Walter gets the exciting treat of being allowed to ride back with the medical examiner. Also that Peter can diffuse the sexual tension between him and Olivia, where he's like, hey, I know that trip to Jacksonville was weird and we almost kissed, but we were exhausted and emotional. 
I don't want to ruin our friendship. You're a really good friend, a chum old pal. Well, also, he, he's like, yes, and we didn't kiss. If we did, we'd have to deal with it, but we didn't kiss. <laughs> Just remember, technicalities. Technicalities, kids. It's the way to go. Peter reflects on the past year, the longest time he has ever stayed in one place. He doesn't want uh, to do anything do to jeopardize the new little <laughs> family unit they have established. Agreed? Neither does Olivia. Good? Good. Ugh, why do we gotta keep going back to this terrible fanfiction? Oh my god, um, someone in a discord server i'm in posted a picture and it was a student getting an email from like their ta prof being like hey it looks like you uh submitted the wrong thing for your assignment you still have time to submit assignment two and you click on the file they (laughs) uploaded and it's a supergirl flash fan fiction what yeah i got that one as well What, (laughs) what discord server was that charlie uh the wholesome one Interesting. Nope, mine's in a completely different one. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Did Triangle Boy post it? No. Okay. Listen, we're, we're in completely different Discord servers. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but hey. <laughs> yeah, but I saw it. I'm like, this is, this is a nightmare thing. Oh, yeah. Here, I'll post the picture so that David can cringe with the rest of us. I, I don't, and while he's doing that. I don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, but yeah, we hear back. Astrid's actually been doing work because Astrid's also good at their job um, <laughs> and finds out that there's a lot of there's been a lot of people that have died of spooky cancer in the last little while. Spooky um, cancer. Ooh. <laughs> Ghost cancer. Ooh. Ooh. Truly the worst kind of cancer. Listen, a, a dead man walking is giving them the cancer. It's 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 spooky cancer um i would say it's spooky because it materializes basically out of nowhere not because of the (laughs) not because of where it comes from (laughs) uh but yeah she's found uh, olivia notices a specific name on there yeah and she's like i don't she's like this dude's middle name is michael and they're like yeah how did you know that and she's like i don't fucking know i I just remember (laughs) maybe if you did some of your job (laughs) (laughs) astrid get back to work get better at your job Uh, yeah, but then we cut back to the apartment and Olivia is clearly flummoxed by this because she has all these FBI files laid out on her, on her kitchen table and she pours herself a nice big glass of scotch and just as she's about to take a sip, someone knocks at the door. And they're like, oh no, he's come to kill her. Because, because she's not allowed to drink alcohol. (laughs) Um, and she looks and it's like quarter after midnight and she's like, who the fuck is this? So she pulls her gun and then she opens the door and hey, look, it's Sam Weiss. And he's like, yep. hey, want to play Clue? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, just let me get blasted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now Olivia is allowed to drink alcohol because she starts yeah, drinking yeah. while she plays Clue. And Sam is very bad because he keeps guessing in the billiard room. And it's never in the billiard room. You're wrong. It's always, it's always in the billiard room. She's like, why do you keep guessing the billiard room? It's like, well, I just really want a billiards room. I'm like, <laughs> Which, hey, that's to be fair, fair they're, they're pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> I, too, want to have so much money I can have a billiards room. <laughs> A room devoted to one singular game. That's the dream. It's, yeah, it's called what? the D and D room. <laughs> one day, one no, day. You so, call so it. David, you call was, it your dungeon old... and give a completely different meaning to it. Well, so David, that was my old. That was the room that was off of my bedroom at the old apartment. That was your D and D room. <laughs> David, oh, you know the room. Of... Oh no, that's the murder closet. That's not. <laughs> 
John Mulaney quote, uh, and then he leads me into a room off the side of his bedroom. Never a good thing to have. (laughs) (laughs) The murder closet was an amazing murder closet. I wish I could remember what you're talking about, but I think I only set foot in that house once. He just had like a... And I was uh, very drunk at the time. He had like a door that when opened up led to like this small, like maybe like two meter or like five meter by like five meter room that was just like a cl- enclosed room oh, and there was a lock on the outside of his door oh, so there was lock it from outside that's not okay yeah, that's yeah exactly. there, was, there was a lock on the outside um there was a single pipe that led that stuck halfway out into the center of the room and dripped water into the, the entire floors were made of concrete and sloped downwards to a drain um and yeah the only light was a small pull light and then right beside that there was a uh, wooden board with nails hammered into it so you could put stuff on it um and other than that it was an echoey um echoey like concrete room david no you lights. you lived with this man <laughs> i did well no by the time david moved in our landlord had sealed it off it had been boarded off which makes me more concerned <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Oh, Any, murder closet was amazing. <laughs> anyhow, uh her and Sam are having a discussion where she's like, Oh, you seem like a pretty shit detective and he's like, Oh really? You had a really shit childhood. And she's like, <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> well no, David, I thought you'd be really pleased about this because he makes he makes a comment that you were excited that I'd assumed you'd be excited about. Yeah, it he, was. He does comment about the clothing, which is my jam. It's it's your thing, because yeah, you noticed she, it. He's like she, he's like, Oh, he's, military breath, that explains the uniform, and she's like, Excuse? And this is where it's been complete where we get revealed that it, it has been completely subconscious for Lydia, because she's like, Huh, I guess I don't wear colors. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I've never seen you wear a primary color. And she's like, yeah, and I've worked real hard at that. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I know what I look good in. <laughs> you know how hard it is to buy all black women's clothes? <laughs> they want me to be happy, but I don't feel happy. Without looking goth, that's the important thing. Yeah, while still maintaining a professional aura. Yep. The pictures you sent is horrifying, by it's, the way. It's I love how, how far away you sounded at the first part of that there, David. It's well, like it's it blew I leaned away back. from my mic to look at the image. To breathe in. Um, <laughs> hey, that's one of those references Fiona wouldn't get. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, she's like, oh, okay, Sam. Like, you analyze me. Let me analyze you. And he's like, well, for one, I'm I'm taller than I look. And she's like, oh, my God, that's it. And he's like, huh, what? And, what did I do? Why am I the worst human ever? And Olivia remembers where she remembers the dude's middle name from is she took the names off a height chart at the Jacksonville uh, Child Nightmare Facility. <laughs> Child yeah. Nightmare Facility. I like to say Walter Fun Play Zone. <laughs> That's also bad. <laughs> Walter Fun Play Zone. Walter Fun Play Zone's also not okay. <laughs> um, but then Olivia. I guess leaves Sam alone in her apartment with these sensitive <laughs> FBI documents and books it over to Peter and Walter's place. And Peter is like half awake in his robe and like boxer and is like, what the fuck are you doing? It is 1 a.m. Does this need to happen right now? Listen, we just talked about how we're not having sex. Now is not the time. <laughs> um, And Olivia's like, well, look, I found the people like the, the they were all protective fan subjects. Can I talk to Walter? I don't like I want to wake him up. And Peter's like, well, you don't really have to. He's in the kitchen making taffy. <laughs> and they walk in. And Olivia's like, what's that smell? And Walter's like, oh, I, we're making taffy. It's Peter's favorite. And Peter's like, no, the other smell. And you look over and there's a tumor in the oven. 
Yep. Delicious yep, yep, baked yep. tumor. Would a tumor smell bad in the oven? <laughs> Walter should not be doing this in his home kitchen. <laughs> is what I want to say. There, there is the important thing. Um, the, you know, for example, in most labs, you have things like the science microwave, and you don't put like you know the the the, the food in the science microwave. Well, you also <laughs> have like fume hoods and stuff, so that if you don't, don't inhale human fumes yeah or tumor <laughs> fumes i feel like that's i feel like tumor fumes are more of a carcinogen than normal like fumes do you think uh, do you think can- do you think cancer fumes would give you cancer i don't think so that's i feel like it wouldn't no because no the, the, i no <laughs> maybe in the state of california but not here in canada wait what <laughs> Everything just says, "Hey, this is known to the state of California to be to, to cause cancer." <laughs> I can't. I, I like that reference. I was proud of that reference. <laughs> Did not get it. <laughs> oh. But yeah. Um, Anyhow, um... <laughs> it's time to it's time to find the list of all these children's oh, names uh, yeah. from this horrific childhood experiment. But Walter doesn't have it. Yeah. And they're wondering how the killer knows that everyone was a Kotexa fan subject. Yeah. Um, and so Olivia is like, oh, I'm going to go talk to Nina. And they're like, Nina does not have the list. And Olivia's like, well, I don't trust Nina. But then it's it, the next scene is basically Olivia knows Nina doesn't have the list. And Nina's Nina like, knows. oh, but you know about Peter. So you want me to talk you out of telling Peter that he's from an alternate universe. You're not going to do it. Yeah. You never do that. You're a big bitch. There's some like three dimensional chess going on right here. Is what's happening. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a very pointless scene, all in all. So we're gonna skip right over it because what we said covers it. Um, <laughs> Man, what if instead we went on to to our good old friend Nick Lane, but not him? No, no. his his aunt, Mrs. Lane. Um, and she is greeted this at the door by John McHugh, also known as James Heath. Um, and he's like, oh, hey, I went to school with your son, Nick. And she goes, Nick's not my son. And that's the point where you close the door. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, but she goes, but he was my nephew. (laughs) Yeah. But then Heath coughs and she goes, oh, my God, you look like absolute trash garbage shit. You should come inside. Get in here. Different times. (laughs) (laughs) If, if our one mutual friend showed up and was like, hey, I can't smell or taste anything and then coughed, I'd be like, you need to leave. Get the fuck out of here. Listen, our mutual friend recently came back negative. It's great. He did, and I'm very happy for him. <laughs> Me too. He also had the best question of, hey, if you were chatting with a girl, how do you discreetly say that you might have COVID? <laughs> no, it was, and they want to meet up. How they do you tell them up. no because you might have COVID? <laughs> well, that, was, that wasn't a voice call because I don't remember that. No, it was <laughs> in a voice call. You just weren't there. Oh, oh that's man. really good. It was so funny. Oh. <laughs> uh, Oh, um yeah good anyways you, mutual friend good for you <laughs> <laughs> um they managed to scan the handprint because we're cutting between uh james and uh nick lane's aunt and they even show you a picture of nick with the scar in his face just in case you forgot who he was yeah um but they cool scan the back of the lab they scan the handprint and they find well, for those of you who did forget who he is he's the guy he's the right. previous He's He's the reverse empath. He made everyone sad and almost jump off. Yes, yes, yes. He was the first... Was he the first Cortexa fan subject we came across? Not including Olivia, technically, yes. Yeah, okay, (laughs) okay. I couldn't remember if he came first and then Pyrochick. Nah. Well, weren't they the... No, Pyrochick was later episode. Yeah. Yeah. One half of the Pyro twins was later. 
Pyro twin. Pyro twin. Oh, now Burn I want to now and kill themselves. What? Now I want a slushy again because I'm just remembering the beginning of that episode. And Walter has a slushy. <laughs> All right, focus, focus, focus. Uh, so what they is that? we don't have that here. Um, <laughs> they they find the handprint, but Heath isn't in the system. He's his fingerprints aren't on record. Um, so uh, Heath is then talking to Nick Lane's aunt, and is like, "Oh, hey, we went to school in Jacksonville. Um, Lloyd Becker gave me the like, hooked me up with your address and all that." And uh, Nick's aunt is like, "Oh, well, he hasn't been around in a while, but hey, someone came around. Oh, it must have been like a season ago." Sorry, six months ago. Um, uh, hey, let me give you her name. And you're like, oh, hey. Her well, name and address. Is, oh, no. This is how it comes back to Olivia. And I Yay. would have to imagine that the only reason Nick's aunt still has all this information is that Olivia left a card that says Olivia Dunham, FBI agent. <laughs> and and she just you know happens to leave out the whole oh yeah they're also an fbi agent, yeah but she goes hey it's olivia dunham here's her home address no she probably just says olivia dunham and then he looks her up <laughs> i, and the I phone guess book is creepy i guess listen charlie you forget what phone books were back then <laughs> this was available if you knew oh, someone's name yeah kids today don't know the panic of being like is this the right like samantha s that i'm calling because <laughs> there's five of them and they didn't tell me their home address oh man or your one uh, friend whose parents paid to be unlisted from the yellow pages so you don't know their fucking home number yep and you have to wait till school the next day but you want to hang out that night oh bad times but hey um let's go back to um I think it's it's Astrid basically, or no, it's not. It's no, it's Astrid, isn't it? Who is doing? Who's good at her job and realizes that the first patient was uh, was his sister. Yeah, was his sister. <laughs> yeah, and um, she's like, yeah, she was visiting. Her oh no, it was brother. Olivia. Oh, it was Olivia. Yeah, it was Olivia. Because she's I just want she, Astrid to be doing her job well. Because she she was doing her job well in this. Astrid episode. is doing her job well. She was helping out. She's Walter's lab assistant. Um, no, Olivia's back at home looking over the files, and she's like, "Huh, this name seems familiar." So she calls up Broyles because Broyles needs to do something this episode, mm-hmm. and is like, "Do get hey, a Broyles voice." <laughs> hey, Julie Heath died randomly outside of a hospital in Philadelphia where her brother was James was being treated. And Bros is like, oh, I'll get you a current address on Heath, um, but doesn't need it because, oh, look, um, Heath is outside. And Heath is like, hi, my name's Nate Reed. Nick Lane uh, gave me your address today. And Olivia's like, and she's like, okay, Nick Lane's in an institution. <laughs> Definitely wasn't that dude. <laughs> I shot him a couple of times. We handed him over to Massive Dynamic. He's in some kind of sleep cage. He's in weird science prison. (laughs) No, he's not. He's not in Germany. (laughs) Science Uh, prison is an actual place. (laughs) We do have German science prison. But yeah, Olivia's decidedly off-put by this random dude coming up and uh, talking to her. Uh, As she should be. (laughs) For more reasons than normal, even. Uh... And invites her to come in. Invites her to invites him to come in, um, which is great. You just slam the door in his face. Why even say that? Well, no, she's trying to do her job and uh, you know capture this dude. Yeah, I guess. Um, but she does end up like saying "come in," and then she like does try to slam the door in his face, and he uh, slams a hand in and tries to uh, force. Uh, he forces her himself in and in the process knocks her gun out of Ooh, like her what, holster. 
What dangerous phrasing. Yep, that's that's <laughs> Nick levels of phrasing. <laughs> what was my phrasing? He forces himself, and then you stumbled over the next couple words. <laughs> yep, I heard he forces himself in, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys just have dirty minds. <laughs> you would have made so the same joke in our position. In, um, he then starts groping around and trying to. <laughs> Oh boy, um, Olivia. Yeah, Olivia gets like a lamp and manages to hit him in the head, and she gets her phone and calls Peter first, um, and is like, "He's in my house," and then um, manages to whack him in the head a couple of times. Like she hits him in the head with a candlestick, and he's she's like, "You do not get back up." Cause yeah. Hey guys, candlestick clue reference. Also, title of the episode clue reference. Um. And Heath is, sees, like, a picture of his sister and starts to, like, break down and explains, like, I had cancer. And then some dude showed up in the hospital and was like, hey. <laughs> hey do you, you not want to have cancer? <laughs> you were experimented on as a kid, which makes you not have cancer if you do this thing. And it didn't work, and he just gave his sister cancer instead. Super cancer, though. Yeah. Um, and he then he found another Cortexafan subject and was like, oh, hey, if I give you my cancer, I feel better. Yeah, uh, at start at the start he wasn't actually, you know, doing this because it kept him alive. Uh, yeah. but eventually was, it turned to that. He was like trying to he was trying to track down Cortexafan kids. Well, he was, C- he was he was trying to track yeah. down the CKs, which is what I'm calling the Cortexafan kids now. They're they're a group, they're a band. This so I think the fact that he went and killed a bunch of them is just a nice way to remove a bunch of like yeah. them <laughs> from story beats because now we don't ever have to talk about some of these like <laughs> if it's ever like yeah but what about the other kids who had got powers and like not nah, this dude killed them <laughs> they, they got they all dead they got mega cancer and they died yep <laughs> like it's just a real nice plot way to just be like not nah, we don't gotta deal with them <laughs> yeah which is what I think this was in all honesty. <laughs> Um, but yeah, a cop shows up and Peter's with him and Peter takes Olivia away, makes sure she's okay. I hope no one handles this guy so that cop doesn't get cancer while cuffing him. Well, no, <laughs> as we know, as long as that cop wasn't a part of the Cortexafan trials, he's fine. Well, no, because he gave it to his sister and was his sister a part of the I think yeah. his sister was, his sister was part okay. of it. His sister was a part of it. Um, and then Olivia doesn't get it, I guess, cause she never directly touches him. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway, Heath is taken away from her apartment, and Peter's like, why did you call me and not Broyles? And Olivia's like, oh, you were on speed dial, um, right next to her sister and uh, her favorite Indian takeout place. <laughs> and I'm like, that's just our, practical. Remember the good Indian food place that, near us? Oh, my God. I'm going to miss that had, Indian food place. I haven't had good Indian food in so long. <laughs> so good. Um... Yeah, and Broyles is talking to Nina and is like, the same guy who activated uh, Pyro Lady and Nick Lane um, were probably the same people responsible for activating Cancer Guy, and his cancer mm-hmm. ability was just a side effect of what he can actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, and Broyles is like, more than 40 Catexafan subjects are unaccounted for, and it's like, what happens if they get activated first? And he's like, well, we just have to find them before they do. And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, is Fringe going Avengers? No, fringe. It's more like X Men, really. Yeah, it's what sorry. it feels like. And then uh, Broyles and uh, Nina go and have tantric sex for a while. Yep. What, what are you talking about? They're having tantric sex right now in this scene. <laughs> They're always having tantric sex, but with the good energies. Uh, Friend touch. 
<laughs> more more than friend <laughs> touch. Good friend touch. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, Peter is out somewhere. He's not in this scene, and that's all that matters. Also um, having tantric sex. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Olivia visits Walter and is like, hey, I think it's okay that we hide this very important piece of information from Peter. And Walter's like, well, I've come around to your way of thinking, so I'm going to tell him. <laughs> and Olivia's like, what the fuck, dude? And that's the all end right. of the episode. Walter's like, I'm going to stop oh. hurting people and make things right. It's like this is the first step, <laughs> and Yay. that's the end of the episode. Um, the glyphs spell out energy, which is very relevant, and Bad the observer vibes. is in front of Miranda Green's car just before she dies or her horrific <laughs> no tumor-filled death. Nick. <laughs> that's okay. You got it, David. That's Wait, all that what did Nick say? Just very casually, when he said energy, Nick just went bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That one wasn't for the listeners. That one's that one was for you guys. Yeah, that's for us. <laughs> oh. Hey, hey, David, you ready for your favorite part of the episode? No, I'm ready to be furious. You're not going to be sucks. mad this time. All right. I'm sure, this one's terrible. So, so right, David, let me talk into the mic. I'm ready to be furious. All right, so David, I want you to guess this one, and I'm going to give you one hint. You ready for this hint? Okay. This hint is, we talked about this last episode. You th- you know I have the memory of, uh, of, yeah. <laughs> of an injured <laughs> platypus. Yep, well, good luck. <laughs> okay, so last episode was back to his lore episode. Mainly uh, set in 1985. Yep. This episode is all about cancer, the cortexophen trials, energy transfer. Fuck, man, I don't. I honestly don't know. Just tell me. <laughs> All right, so David, remember how last episode we got on that little, little tangent at one point uh, in front of the movie theater about the Clue movie? Yeah. Hey, guess what? Um, no. The whole titling of this episode is a Clue reference. But that's not a hint to the <laughs> plot of the episode. <laughs> but the, but the... Just, just read, just read the next episode, Clue, in full. Fine. Uh... <laughs> From the 1985 alternate universe, two observers exit a theater displaying a movie poster for Clue, foreshadowing the suspect location, weapon, methodology, and title of this episode. But but that's not a reference to the episode. <laughs> that, that means that's, that's a reference to the title of the episode. What are you talking about? It's James Heath in the cafe with cancer. It's James <laughs> Heath in the apartment with cancer. Exactly. See, David, oh, get better, I'm get better. So angry. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Um, because well, actually, we'll get Olivia to this. Olivia doesn't even kill anyone in a lab with a revolver this episode. Like the episode. No, I don't know why it's anything. not Olivia in the kitchen with a candlestick. Yeah, like that makes more sense and could be an actual clue thing. Yep. But hey, uh, that's the episode we got. David, you got any fun facts for us? Oh God. So, um, uh. Based on the clue stuff, um, apparently each of the murder weapons make uh, brief cameo appearances in the episode. Um, I don't have any list showing where they are in the episode, but I'm just going to take TV Tropes' word for this. Um, Rating-wise, there's... No, that's not fun. (laughs) Rating-wise, episode was watched by about 6.33 million viewers. Uh, it dropped uh, 0.6 million viewers in the uh, second half hour of this episode oh. uh, as they were normally against, uh, as in 
Yeah, as it, it was competing against CSI and Grey's Anatomy. Oh yeah, and no, you're gonna in lose the second that to half an hour. Anatomy. People turned off the show to switch to that. Unfortunate. Fair and enough. this is this is part of Fox fucking around with Fringe's schedule. Yep. Yeah. Fuck you, Fox. This was a good uh, TV show. Episode ratings. This was an okay episode. Probably a three and a half. Yeah, that was where I was gonna put it. It's 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 a it's a solid episode. It feels um, like a sideshow after last episode's like revelations and they're like you gotta wait one more week yep the actual fringe content uh is doesn't seem very well it i mean it's talking about the critics are fine but we don't really learn anything new about them so so here's here's what i'll say um the actual fringe science the concept of this is scary um and different from basically a lot of things which is what i like about it um and the science that they used to back it up while certainly not completely correct there's some basis at least and like that's i'm, I'm okay with that um so yeah like solid solid three and a half for me yeah uh, i don't think it quite gets to a four uh but like there's mm-hmm. there's absolutely nothing wrong with this episode and there's there's a lot of stuff to like about it yep i'll i'll be three and a half as well certainly not a bad episode I cannot wait. There's going to be one episode that one of us is going to absolutely hate and just have it be entirely different from the others. Oh. <laughs> I, I cannot. Like, we, we, there's going to be one at least, right? Oh, oh, yeah. you, oh, you don't have an episode in mind. You just think there's going to be an episode. There's, there's, got, there's got to be one where we disagree on ratings. I mean, the three of us have pretty similar tastes in media. Yeah, that's yeah. why we, we, we need to get a guest on who's entirely different. Nick is <laughs> wrong on a lot of things, though, so I think that's where it's going to come from. <laughs> well fuck yeah, you too nick's, charlie nick's not wrong in liking things nick's just wrong in his <laughs> things he says his opinions we, are wrong and we gotta punish him for them sometimes <laughs> well no as david as david knows i'm not a human right david i don't oh, exist yeah, no. nick, nick's not a human for a different reason for it's different reasons he, for not the reason that he likes uh popping videos <laughs> which would also disqualify him for being a human uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm excited for next. I'm excited for next episode though, because White Tulip is probably my favorite Fringe episode. Ooh. Hey, just to hype it up promising. for David. Ooh, these these episodes. This has been a good run of episodes. Season two has a lot of really good episodes. Yes, it yeah. is, it, it, it's some good Fringe. I think that's all we have today. Yeah, uh, I guess with that, I'll uh, I'll take us out here uh, in Nerd. the best outro ever. So, uh, <laughs> doubt. Press X to doubt. All right, everyone. I believe it's okay. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you, uh, enjoyed our episode, feel free to leave us a comment telling us that or dropping us a like on wherever you're listening to us. Um, if you're looking for where to listen to us, you can find us on a lot of places. Uh, you can find <laughs> us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Google Podcasts. You can find us on Amazon Alexa. Man, just tell all those like smart devices that you have to play Four Seasons in a Funeral, and you, well, they maybe, probably still maybe won't not get a, it. But maybe not Alexa right now because Amazon Web Services are down. <laughs> yeah, but, like probably tomorrow it'll be fine. Shout out to you if you can vacuum. <laughs> Uh, but hey, yeah, no, feel free to find us on all those places. And of course, always on our home uh, at uh, Podbean. We should stop saying that just in case we ever swap. <laughs> well, no, then we'll just switch and say that, hey, our, our, uh, yeah, our, but then, our new home. <laughs> but then it'll still be baked into the episodes is the problem. Too late now. It's too late now. Fuck you, David. Um, but hey, if you're looking to leave us something more in-depth than just a small comment or something like that, um, feel free to get angry at David on Twitter um, at Forsaf. Do it. You won't, um, bitch. <laughs> 
he's he's issued a challenge. Get it, get out there, piss him off. Um, leave all your terrible takes. Um, and and at Forsaf with them. Um, David will be super pleased. Um, or if you've got an even hotter take, um, that's too unsafe to be generally placed on the internet, uh, send it to our don't, email. No, don't. I don't want that. <laughs> send your hot, Listen. hot fan fiction. Yeah, there we go. And David will have to read them live. Uh, <laughs> if you, if the first person to send me fan fiction ever at the force of Gmail, I will read. <laughs> there you go. Sure. Another, another thing has been brought out. Like anyone? No, not, probably not from not us. Not from you two. Damn it. And not from friends of the podcast. Damn it. Uh, that's okay. I have ideas. Uh, uh, but yeah. Uh, feel free to, yeah, as David said, um, send us an email. Um, it's forsaf at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, I think that's basically it. Um, so yeah, I hope everyone has a good day, good week. Outro. The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch is licensed under a attribution non-commercial 3.0 creative commons license.